Oh, you know it. That's the song. It means we're talking to Vaughn Palmer on this Friday morning. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. How are you today? I'm good. I'm certainly probably better than the Prime Minister is looking at the media this morning and what's going on out there. Yeah, so my uh, little line for the day is if you're not getting hate mail in our business, you're probably not doing your job. That's Um, probably true. I see a lot of outrage out there over what Global did, but uh, let's be precise what happened. Uh, The Prime Minister's office lied twice. They lied when they put out a schedule saying he was going to be in Ottawa having meetings yesterday. And two, this is another lie, when it came out that he had gone to Tofino, the Prime Minister's office said he's not on the beach. Well, he was on the beach. And the only reason we know he was in Tofino was because Global did its job and found out that's where he was going. And the only reason we know he was on the beach is because Global did its job and went and caught him on camera there. So, yeah. you know, it, we... This, don't you think, Ron, this could have been avoided if, yeah. his, if, if, his prime minister, if the Prime Minister's office had said... He's taking a couple of personal days. A couple of ways this could have been avoided. One, show up at one of these events, which was yeah. very important. Or second, at least be honest about what was going on, because it just raised more curiosity the way they phrased it. Yeah, no, that that's true, too. But look, a lot of the indignation on this, uh, you know, there's a lot of indignation being directed at the news media, and particularly at Global, as I say, for doing the job. But... A lot of the indignation on this is understandably coming from First Nations, which is First Nations leaders reminding the Prime Minister that when he, when his government created this day of truth and reconciliation, the Prime Minister himself said this is not just another holiday. And we heard that all week. Don't just treat it like an excuse for a long weekend. It's a day for reflection and all of that. So, you know, he created the expectation around this that that's what he'd be doing. And I know they say, oh, he was on the phone on the weekend. Look, I don't think anybody reasonably begrudges the prime minister a holiday with his family. The question is, on a day set aside for truth and reconciliation, the prime minister's office lied twice about what he was doing. And the only reason we know that is because the news media did its job, even though, you know, as I say, if it's people, hard. you're not getting yeah. hate mail, you're probably not doing your job in our business. Also, what would it have hurt him to stop in Kamloops? I think it was David Aiken who said, you know, he flew yeah. over Kamloops to go to Tofino. Yeah. He had two invitations, heartfelt invitations to come there. Yeah. He didn't have to make a speech. He could have shown up, shown some respect, I and know. then gone to Tofino. Nobody would have blinked yeah. twice. Nope, you're right. Um, but, you know, um, with with great power comes great arrogance. And... Uh, I guess they thought they could just get away with it and they could count on their their trolls and stooges out there to go on social media and attack the media for daring to report the truth. It's not working. So they'll they'll definitely be more followed, I think, on that one today. But let's talk a little provincial politics here as well, Vaughn. It's been fascinating to me this week to listen to the message evolve 
from Dr. Bonnie Henry and the public health office because now, just days after saying she wasn't going to change the mask mandate, it sounds like there's a change coming for schools. I, I was kind of surprised yesterday, yeah. too, when I see a press release saying we're getting another media conference today uh, with uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry and the education minister to, uh, what are we going to call it this time, clarify? Uh Add to, uh, embellish the mask mandate in the schools. This one has gone, um, has caused a lot of problems in the schools. It's caused a lot of problems for parents. We've all heard from parents who go, they're having trouble getting the truth out of their school as to outbreaks and who's infected and who isn't. And of course, against the backdrop of the Delta variant, which we've been told repeatedly is a lot more transmissible than the old variant. So, I am paid full-time to keep track of this story, Simi, and to understand the guidelines and to keep track of the changes. And I have to say, I would be hard-pressed to give you point by point on how the masking mandate has changed just in the last few weeks, never mind since June. Um, I do think that their inability to keep the story straight on this and keep it clear is making it harder to report a story that, yes, is very complicated and, yes, has been going on a long time, but I can't believe we're getting another clarification press conference today. Yeah, neither can I on that one. And, you know, I was talking with Jordan Tinney yesterday, the Surrey School Superintendent, and, of course, they're going to go ahead and, and yeah. you know, expand their mask mandate. And I asked him, I said, did you always have the ability to do this? And he said no. He said that the wording on the public health order had quietly been changed earlier this week to allow them to do that. Yep. And I thought, well, we weren't really given that impression either. Uh, somebody... Uh who shall remain nameless inside the apparatus reminded me the other day to go back and look what happened to the superintendent, not superintendent, the principal of a school, I think Port Moody, uh, this time last year announced a mask mandate for his school and was forced to back down, was told you can't do that. And he he had sent out a message to parents saying, we're going to have a mask mandate in the schools. And then he had to send out another message to parents saying, oops, I'm not allowed to do that. So it's not just that they've changed it. It's that this time last year, they were slapping down principals who were trying to do it. Like it, you know, again, I, I can't say it enough. It's a complicated story. The rules keep evolving because the damn virus keeps evolving and it becomes more transmissible. But here's the part but that the I don't understand. Is to yeah. Keep it straight. Yeah. Why don't they just say, given if we've learned things in the last 18 months, when people, when media starts asking you about schools, as what happened earlier this week, why not just say, you know what? I get there's a lot of concern. We're going to take a look at this. For now, we're holding, yeah. but we're going to take. That's it. That's all you have to do. Yeah, and, you know, there's a big problem here, too, with Dr. Bonnie Henry's messaging on this. Remember, her original justification for not having as many restrictions on masking in the schools this year as last year is because the data from last year showed that there weren't a lot of outbreaks and spread in the schools. Okay, so far, so good. But as the BCTF head, Terry Mooring, came out and said, wait a minute. 
You've also told us that the Delta variant is more transmissible because they've told us that repeatedly. That's why we had a fourth wave. That's why they had to abandon the, uh, the restart program, right? That's why we got the vaccine passports and the reversals on that. Yeah. So Mooring said, and I think, you know, I think she was absolutely right about this. If it's more transmissible, isn't that an argument for more restrictions and more protection in the schools, not less? Well, I think we now see that she was absolutely right, and it's the government and Dr. Bonnie Henry who's having to back down on this. Okay, so that's at 10.30 this morning. We'll hear more about that, yeah. and I'm sure we'll talk about it on Monday. But also, uh, the legislature starts, what, resume sitting next week? Legislature resumes sitting next week, and I see from uh, the president of the press gallery, our distinguished colleague, Richard Zussman, that... Uh, it's going to be different from the uh, hybrid session we had in the spring. Uh, they're trying to reopen the legislature with all MLAs present. And I look at that. Uh, I'm not going back. I'm a high-risk person, and I'm staying isolated in the basement at home, not because of Asian giant hornets, by the way, uh, yeah, but because Gordon. of the virus is more Gordon. transmissible. Okay, but... You know, here's my question about this, and I haven't seen adequate answers from the politicians yet. Is it sending the right message to British Columbians that the legislature is resuming with all MLAs, all 87 of them, plus clerks and staff being allowed in the chamber when we're telling the rest of the province that, hey, we have to continue social distancing, physical distancing indoors and all that? I don't, I don't understand know. the decision. Uh, but as I said, I haven't heard an adequate explanation from any of the political parties about why they're going this way. It strikes me that it would be safer and send a better message to British Columbia if we were resuming a hybrid session next week, the same as we had last spring. Well, you know, Vaughn, if politics started to make sense, what would we talk about every morning? But so, That's true. Thank That's you. true. We wouldn't have a job. <laughs> we wouldn't. Thank you for that today. <laughs> Bye-bye.